0: A year ago today, I woke up to see the tragic news that Naya Rivera, trailblazer extraordinaire, had gone missing after a visit to Lake Peru with her son. Five days later, her passing was tragically confirmed. Not a day has gone by where I personally have not thought about Naya Rivera and the impact that her most notable character, Santana Lopez from the TV show Glee, has had both on myself and on so many other people. She represented a strong Latina queer woman, and Santana was such an important character in television history. Additionally, she was such a talented woman, actress, singer, dancer, but most of all, from all accounts, she was the most loving human. Over all the 65 previous episodes of the Brazilian Dragon podcast to date, none have been as personal and important for me to produce as a Naya Rivera tribute. In celebration of Naya's legacy and memory, I am choosing to re-release this episode. Naya, we love you.
1: If I die young, bury me in satin, lay me down on a bed of roses, sink me in the river at dawn. Send me away with the words of a love song.
0: Naya Marie Rivera. She touched millions of Glee viewers all around the world through her incredible performance as Santana Lopez. From 2009 until 2015, fans tuned in to watch her sing, dance, act, and become a trailblazer for both the Latinx and the queer communities. Through her portrayal of Santana, Naya gave many fans representation of themselves in the prime time television media. Tragically, the world lost one of the brightest stars on July 8th, 2020. This podcast episode is a tribute to the legend that is Naya Rivera. It was created through pain and grief from her tragic loss, as well as an immense love and appreciation we have for her, for Santana and for Glee, in general. It will be a series of interviews and audio diaries detailing her legacy and what she has meant to many. Please do not listen to this episode if you feel it would not be good for your mental health or if you don't think you'd get anything out of this discussion. Trust yourself and tune in only if you feel you want to. Naya, we love you forever and always.
1: Oh, darling
0: Welcome back, everyone. Here we have Ms. Goldie Pole. here. Um, Goldie, do you want to give a little introduction before we get into what Naya Rivera means to you?
2: Sure. Um, I'm 27, I'm uh, Canadian, I'm uh, gay, and I'm a video editor. Nice, That's-
0: yes. And Goldie's a dear, dear friend. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, just broadly, um, how have you been this week with the news about Naya Rivera and her ultimate passing? in Lake Peru?
2: So it's been very terrible for a number of reasons. Um, you know, maybe I just go through the basic one first. Uh, like, I didn't know people could do that in a lake. I, I didn't know anything about it. And I, I'm from Vancouver, which is right on the ocean. Uh, near the ocean was dangerous. But I went to summer camp on lakes. So did my father. So did my sister. So did my brother. So did my cousin every single one of them was like, wait, I don't understand. Like, should I swim? Because none of us knew this was a possibility. That this, and I I know it is now because I Googled it and everything. I did my research and I understand that lakes are much more dangerous than any of us understood, but it's a really terrible and tragic accident and that really sucks. And the other part, the more... And terrible part is that Naya Rivera did play a character Ugly, that meant a lot to me. But she also fought for that character. It's been very, very clear for years that she, along with uh, Heather Boris who plays Brittany Pierce, uh, fought to make sure that that storyline, that the queer women storyline, Ugly, was not just a joke. That it meant something real. That it was really important. And that we shouldn't be thrown under the bus as a punchline. And, no matter what their motivations were or whatever, they just wanted, and it doesn't seem like anybody had any bad motivations for it, it or you know, even just like, oh, we want more screen time. It seems like, it, it always has seemed like they really did care, especially Naya. And that is what's so hard to process, I think, that somebody who cared so much about us, that created this character, that meant so much to so many of us that made it so much better for so so many people just dies in a really weird and tragic accident.
0: Yeah and like you said about the lake I have no reason to believe that there was anything but ignorance on her part that she probably thought like you that lakes were safe mm-hmm. and it's really frustrating that This has happened before in that lake, around that area. And um, it's just so deeply upsetting that there were no signs. There was nothing to um, indicate that. They've been petitioning
2: for signs for years, apparently. And none have ever been put up. I've never seen signs like that around any lake. And especially this lake, which appears to have been specifically very deep and very dangerous. and had, I don't know. Something. I don't understand why they wouldn't let just people put signs
0: up. It's it's really unfortunate. And um I don't know what the best way to say this is, but it is a little beautiful that her last moments were to save her son's life, because according to all the posts, like being a mother was number one, and I feel like she's at peace with the fact that even if she's not here her last moment was to save her child
2: that is wonderful and that's great and that's probably the only saving grace
0: that's the the only solace i find in the because
2: otherwise it's like there were so many ways that this could have gone better that are not on her that based on institutionalized lack of caring about doing easy bureaucratic stuff like putting up signs This strategy had to happen. I don't even think this was the first time this sort of situation had happened in that lake, right? Like this, was it the same lake with that other guy?
0: Yeah, there was recently, I don't know how recent, but um, it came to light that there was a father who passed away saving his daughter in the same lake, um, similar area too.
2: Yeah, and it's just, this could have been prevented both times.
0: It very much could have. And that's the frustrating part that it's taking this accident to hopefully enact change. Yeah. Um, Moving towards Santana and what she meant to you other than Naya's incredible portrayal, what does the character of Santana Lopez mean to you? And where were you, like, what was your perception of her when the character first came out and then obviously looking back on her now?
3: So,
2: I think the show started my last year of high school. So, the coming out bits didn't start till I was in university, uh, which I think I told you about this earlier. Some of my friends and I have talked about for years that it would be super awesome if we were like a year to a year and a half younger, that that might, would have made so many different things easier. Because the journey of her coming out, her admitting her love for Brittany, of her dealing with her family, meant so much. There were so there were no characters who were young and queer and coming out on TV like that. There was like The L Word, yeah, there was Survivor Vanuatu, and that's kind of everything I can think of growing up, where it was women. And I know that, and I'm sure you're talking to people who more specifically can talk about the Latinx and Afro-Latinx yeah. production. Yeah. Because as a white woman, I can't speak to that as much other than like being generally different but it meant so much to see a queer storyline, a young queer storyline on TV that didn't have an unhappy ending. Nobody died on the show. You know, they got married at the end. (laughs) Really gay double wedding. I mean, I actually, I wrote a paper my second, first year of university on LGBTQ representations on friends versus ugly, and this must've been right as the coming-up stuff was happening to Cynthia and Brittany. because I remember writing about how it was still developing with Cynthia and Brittany, but we'd seen it with her and yeah. how much it had evolved since Friends where every single gay character was the butt of a joke every single time and that's just so wonderful because there's only about a six-year gap between Friends and Glee and I mean I recently rewatched New Girl and there are so many gay jokes on that and that show was And it's just, Santana Lopez was so important because she was like a real person, but she was. you could see her. And oh my God, the singing, the singing. Ugh.
0: Burn away a star and just the amount of talent that woman had.
2: So much talent. Oh my God. And like, I don't even think I could like listen to her singing. I like listened to some of the YouTube videos like a couple of days ago and just like sobbed hysterically. It was just such a mess. And You know, I don't think anybody wants that of like, because it was so joyful except for like rumor has it someone like you, which is like very, very sad. The songs are so joyful and passionate and wonderful.
0: And she put her all into them and you can see it. And like you said, she fought for her role. Um, You can clearly see that she had to fight for a voice and a spot to sing. Like she didn't, she wasn't one of those early characters that was guaranteed even a second season, even a main role. She was a main role in the second season, but she was supporting throughout the first season and really rose in the second half of that first season to get the solos, to get the moments she was very much a background character that first season
2: absolutely and so is Brittany and so is Matt and only two of those made them through and so yeah well, and uh, Ching. yeah and Mike Chang yeah and Mike Chang as well yeah he didn't ever get a ton of screen time but
0: he didn't but um he yeah they like did not care for their background characters um Dijon Talton he like left the show after the first season. And it wasn't guaranteed that in another universe we wouldn't have Santana or Britney.
2: Yeah, but at least we had them.
0: Yeah, and I'm so grateful that she fought for them. Um, I don't want this to be completely just focused on sadness, even though it is a very tragic thing, but like what songs of hers brought you the most joy either? Songs, moments, like what about her always makes you smile?
2: Oh my God, Valerie amazing song and that was like one of her first like big solos uh every single time she like screamed at everybody (laughs) like or like fought Lauren Zeises that was so good oh god uh there's so many other things geez like the weird like feud with uh not Britney uh Becky (laughs) like
0: I love that feud that um another one that comes to mind is her season six the like the back seasons of glee were not my favorites but santana always sh- shined in them um that monologue on the christmas store um where she kurt and rachel are santa claus santa's helpers and she just talks to all the children and she's just terribly mean to them like one of the kids is like your dad needs to get some dental insurance because you need to fix that grill Uh, it was like classic santana moments or when she like she and Brittany get engaged and she goes on this one minute monologue at kurt telling him why he and blaine broke up because he's utterly utterly insufferable and she and sue sylvester just had fantastic dialogue that as the show went on, incorporated more of their characters and their personalities in, from the actor. Um, but just like you said, the lines, so funny. The She was a scene stealer by every which way.
2: Do you remember when she just randomly decided to be the uh, backup person for Rachel on Broadway?
0: The pettiness. <laughs> popped out so
2: good
0: and honestly i i know this has been debated over the years but my favorite version of don't rain on my parade was santana's, santana's agreed yeah. uh this is
2: boring
0: <laughs> say it louder for the people in the back um <laughs> but for me personally one of my favorites that i always go back to and i know this has been like on every single glee list but smooth criminal with uh, grant gustin oh yeah
2: that was great
0: with two cellos also um And then there, she has so many good ones. I love Gloria in season five, uh, mine in season four. um, Landslide. Landslide. That's, so do you want to speak about that moment? Because that was really the episode that, that was the moment that the audience really kind of understood her journey.
2: Yeah, that was so incredible and so powerful, especially because you didn't really know for sure until that point if it was going to be a joke. Like, not for sure, because they could have still gone back on it. Other shows have. Other shows will again. But that was a point when you knew they were going to turn away from this. They were going to make it real. And it was so incredible. It was also different because Kurt had been clearly gay the whole time. Like, in a very specific way. And that doesn't mean Kurt's not a great character. And that doesn't mean that uh, Chris Colfer isn't very, very talented. He is seems to be a very wonderful person, but there are a lot of like characters on TV. There is no Santana's and there's not really, there's no Britneys either. I'm not really sure why Gwyneth Paltrow was there, but she was good too.
0: Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow, <laughs> I love. Um, yeah, and from a lo- I've read a lot of articles and like lists and Twitter threads and Instagram posts about what Santana means. And I have come back to the fact that like, even when there were queer women on television before, many of them weren't traditionally femme. And Santana also opened that avenue as like one of the trailblazers in that depiction. And so, cause there are a lot of women who didn't see themselves in previous queer and lesbian women on TV. Besides, yeah, definitely,
2: yeah. and I mean, I also think some of the previous queer lesbian women on TV, and I can mostly just think of the L word, which I didn't get through until I think I took lesbian studies my fourth year of college because I couldn't get past the first episode. And it's not there's there are found characters on the show, they're just very murdery and terrible in the show. Um, but that's a specific thing, I right? Shows like The L thats a specific subculture, and that subculture exists, and there are people like that in real life, and there's no problem with that. Like, but that isn't most people. Most people don't mostly relate as this is all of me, and it's not that that's true of the show either. But it was a large part of the show that people identified on that show as basically just lesbians, finless the silver kid. Or whatever and they didn't really do all that much else except for have sex with girls and I think Shane cut hair and that was kind of it and that wasn't all of Santana. Santana yeah. had way more yelling at people and doing other stuff and whatever it was. I did I, always think she should have gone to college but go on. I mean she
0: did for a hot minute but <laughs> yeah um, and the thing that Um, I read this week I'm not gonna be able to summarize it adequately but it was basically um, that Santana it was an aspect of her personality but it wasn't it they she really had layers like you mentioned her being Latinx and that was also part of her but as a whole she was just a young girl going through life and she just brought some identity aspects to people
2: Yeah, she was also like kind of a douchebag and like wanted to make people feel bad sometimes, but she was like super loyal and really cared about the people she cared about. Yeah, and sometimes did really dumb stuff, but, or like, you know, like in *Smooth criminal, the thing with the boob tape or whatever, she was like super sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, that was, right? Yeah, she she recorded
0: a tape recorder, yeah.
2: Yeah, like there was so much to her and I think she was much more three-dimensional than most characters on that show even like Rachel's pretty one-dimensional right
0: very much so um and all her character development even that she had went away in like two episodes at the end of season five when she got it so she was very one-dimensional I thought Blaine became pretty one-dimensional like the stars were not that strong and complex but santana always was santana and Brittany, primarily
2: yeah and i think mercedes did as much as she could have with what she was given
0: yeah mercedes or, or i
2: should say amber riley did as much yeah. as she could have with the character mercedes
0: didn't get a lot um but when she did have moments she did shine and i do think similarly with chris colfer um yes. as kurt i think he was very multi-layered
2: absolutely and i i do think then was
0: Yeah, and Finn, I think a lot of his journey wasn't realized. Um, I think they had plans for him that were going to be really exciting. And that's the thing that I keep coming back to, is that he and Santana are connected by July 13th and Corey Monteith. Um, But uh, one thing that I do want to mention here, because I thought of it was one of my favorite subtle Santana storylines was her relationship with um, Dave Kurofsky.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, That they kind of comforted each other in a way, but also were going through very different things, even though they were very tangentially connected by their storylines being so similar. Mm -hmm. Like, they approached it differently. And um, I think the Born This Way episode entirely, anytime they're on screen together, it's just, like, very captivating.
2: Definitely. I do think they mirror each other in a lot of ways where... I mean, kurovsky wasn't great a lot of the time. I would say he was worse than Santana a lot of the time. But Absolutely, yeah. But he grew as well. It took him a lot longer. But I do think his relationship with Santana is why it was easier for him to grow. And then not so much. And then he had Kurt as a friend, at least sort of, allegedly.
0: Yeah. The whole Kurt Blaine Korosky love triangle that eventually happens in season six is.
2: I totally forgot. I actually I rewatched it at like the beginning of quarantine and was like, wait,
0: what? Yeah.
2: There was a bear. <laughs>
0: Sylvester is a mess. Oh um, my god. so but,
2: Crazy.
0: Yeah, and I don't remember. Do you remember if um, in the episode that Quinn gets hit by a car and Korosky gets outed, that did he have a scene with Santana in the hospital or no? Just Kurt. Her-
2: I think it's just
0: Kurt. I think I think that it was a mistake. Yeah. yeah, I think they could have had a scene with Kurt and then one with Santana even, but I definitely um, think there should have
2: been a scene with Santana, and I think that's a failure of Ryan Murphy, which yeah. is not the only failure,
0: but yeah. You know. Yeah, Ryan Murphy does struggle a lot, and that's why I'm so thankful that Naya Rivera pushed to be on stage, on screen, get her storylines, and like she fought for it because I could totally see. Ryan Murphy neglecting the importance of her character.
2: And I think would have, if not yeah. for her and for Heather Morris. I don't wanna just feel like it was all Nia. just yeah. she's gone. I know Heather I mean, Morris probably contributed
0: at some Just look at the many characters that should have been staples and had more storylines but never did. Are Tina? Tina Mercedes I- Eventon its, bent, it's bent, Mike, um Emma. Lawrence Isis Lawrence Isis. All of these people should have had more screen time. Um, but yeah, do you have any kind of all-encompassing thoughts or articles that you'd recommend or anything to like help people grieve? And then any final words about this subject?
2: Uh, I believe there were posts that were good on both Autostraddle and the AV Club. Um, those are the ones I read. And I would say stay off of her hashtag on Twitter for the time being. Yelp. Because uh, I haven't looked, but I've seen comments saying that people are posting some disrespectful things, and yeah. I don't think that's appropriate, not at this time, not ever. Um.
0: I, I really agree with that, and it's really frustrating that Facebook will, because I believe that when I was in middle school and just on Facebook, I clicked Glee as a like, and now every time there's a news story, they like will tag it, and then the first comment I see is something completely disrespectful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just stay take your own time with your mental health because this isn't easy this one is the most significant celebrity death that has affected me personally and previously it was corey monteith so
2: yeah i mean corey monteith is a big deal because he's from bc and so am i uh he passed away right by my dad's office or something that matters but and it meant a really really big amount to my sister and it was a big deal in canada and I cared. Yeah. I thought he was an important character. I was really sad about what happened to him. It wasn't as personal as this.
0: It, I I didn't realize how much Santana like Santana was always my favorite for many reasons, but I it took until this to realize just how much her character and her journey meant to not only me but many people. Um you mentioned a few articles earlier. I do want to shout out The Vulture And they did a look on Songbird and what it means to, like, queer women and stuff like that. Um, That was a really powerful article. Um, And then, yeah, just continue to celebrate her. Like, it's really sad, but we can also do our part to remember her legacy positively, because that's what it was. It was a positive, beautiful life that, tragically, is not with us anymore.
2: There's no point in getting into conspiracy theories or anything like that. Uh,
0: it's really not the place for it. Um, uh, any final words?
2: No, just sad. Don't, you know, quote, tweet the cast. Leave them alone.
0: Leave them alone. Feel free to make, like, tribute videos on YouTube, but don't yeah. tag the cast or whatever. Yeah. Um, And continue to celebrate her life, like watch her performances, like we just said, because she was dynamic. Yeah. Um and I guess I'll see you in the next portion of this podcast, but and we'll talk to Goldie soon.
1: That you're gay.
0: What? I told you that.
1: No one had to tell me. First of all, I saw you checking out Sam's ass the other day. You know, you really need to be more careful with your layering. I didn't. I was just seeing what jeans he was wearing. Like that's any less gay. And the songbirds keep singing like they know the score.
4: So I watched Glee for the first few seasons, and I'll be the first to say that I have my issues with the show. Um, I think there's a lot of things that they could have done better, but I've always maintained that Naya Rivera Santana was the best written character on the show. She was funny. And it was great LGBT representation, great Latinx representation, and just something different that we didn't see on TV at the time. Uh, Her storyline with Heather Morris's Britney was just really fun to watch. They were two really well-written, fun characters, and it's just such a shame what happened. And I'm so happy that fans of the show uh, and people can reflect back and watch her performance as Santana, and just remember what a, what a bright spirit she was and how much fun she was having on set. You could tell that she really enjoyed playing that character and bringing Santana to life.
0: A smooth criminal. Okay welcome back everyone we're here today with Miss Andrea. Andrea do you want to give a quick introduction on who you are before we get to the affair sad state of affairs that we must discuss.
5: Yeah, sure. So hi, guys. My name's Andrea. I know Felipe through BU. We actually had a class together freshman year, which is where we met. And then we reconnected this year through BULA. But I'm a journalism student, but I really like anything dealing Graduate. with communications. Oh, yeah, I graduated. <laughs> That's so great. I keep telling people I'm a student. And I'm like, oh, wait, I graduated. Thanks for reminding me. But um, I'm really interested in anything film, TV. I actually did my focus in cinema media studies, which really brought out this interest for me about, like, I used to love TV shows in terms of plot, but now I'm really interested in, like, producers and showrunners and just everything behind the scenes. That's a newfound interest for me.
0: Yeah, and so so we met in a Writing 100 class, and then we saw each other around but then we really reconnected when we were in the LA program this f- spring slash two months that we were there before corona hit
5: yeah, yeah. we definitely bonded a lot through all of the craziness that happened
0: yeah mm-hmm. we've like seen some crazy stuff together yes um and then so obviously this is continuing our discussions on the legacy and impact of Naya Vera. so before we talk about her specifically what's your history with Glee?
5: So I, that was actually the first show I ever watched on Netflix. And I remember being like, oh, Netflix has shows. Cause I remember it being where you ordered movies. Cause that was how it was originally. And I was like, this is so cool. But um, I watched it the summer before high school because my cousin, he's 10 years older, but he is a huge Glee fan. And he was asking me, he's like, oh, what clubs are you doing in high school? And I was like, oh, I'm a cheerleader. And he's like, oh my God, you're like Santana, you're a Cheerio. I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, you haven't seen Glee? Like Santana's a cheerleader and they call the cheerleaders Cheerios. And so I was really interested in what that was. So that's where I started watching Glee and just because of my cousin's comment. And I thought it was yeah. really cool. And... It was a in I was actually in Guatemala for that whole summer, so I had a lot of time to watch TV. So I watched all the seasons that were on Netflix that currently whenever I was there and I really got into it just because it was something different than what I had seen before.
0: Yeah, and we've bonded over the fact that Latin American Netflix is high key the best Netflix out there.
5: Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like Latin American Netflix updates a lot more than like Netflix in the U.S. does. Every time I go um, visit family, they always have so many new titles on there. And then I feel like um, shows here, sometimes they don't have all the seasons of shows, but there they always are updating quickly. And I feel like Latin American Netflix, I've noticed they update weekly a lot more. Like they have those shows that are like new episode every week, which is cool. Because
0: they probably have like deals to like air the episodes on Netflix there instead of because they don't have different yeah um so it's actually really poignant that you said that Santana was your attraction to Glee overall um and then so he mentioned that you are a Latina cheerleader obviously like Santana and how because Santana so you started early and Santana's notably not in very prominent in the first half of that first season um so what? When was the first moment that Santana kind of stood out to you? Um, was it in that first episode when you saw her in that uniform or was it?
5: Um, I think it was probably episode two, I believe, when they did Like a Prayer. Is that the name of the song? I
0: say a little prayer for you. Oh, yeah. I say a yes. little. I'm
5: thinking Madonna's. Like, they did that later. Like a virgin. Yeah. They do a ton of Madonna. Like a virgin. Okay.
0: Just not to cut you off, but like a virgin is the first moment where like you notice Santana because she, that, that's her first singing track, mm-hmm. I feel like where she gets like some part of the song.
5: Yeah, and then also I don't think I mentioned this um but the summer after I actually did a choir camp because even though I'm terrible at singing. No, I did this Move. in middle school before I watched Glee um cuz one of my friends was doing it and the theme that year was Glee and then we did a bunch of songs from the show and then when i finally watched it a year later because i did the camp when i was in eighth grade and then like i said i started watching the show right before high school i remember being like oh we had to sing that song we just sing that song
0: yeah no glee introduced me to a ton of music Mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah so i cut you off What's what the second episode when she was singing with quinn and britney
5: yeah, I thought all 3 of those girls were great singers, but obviously she stood out to me just because um I feel like now there's a lot more representation in TV for people of color, but I think like back when we were in middle school and high school it wasn't. I mean, there was people of color, but I feel like they didn't address it. Like they didn't yeah. address the culture. And Especially. I really liked how she was different and she was involved in everything. And even if you think about the cast, I feel like it's pretty diverse from the beginning
0: yeah especially though with like people who are latinx um like that was never really discussed on television Mm -hmm. i feel like when at least in the shows that i watched like i watched the only things that i had were like the george lopez show um Mm -hmm. at nick at night on reruns um and that discussed it obviously and then wizards of waverly plays that was a very very whitewashed version of a latin family Mm -hmm. um
5: I was thinking I was like Selena Gomez is probably the other like Latina like person on TV at the time that I can think of but I'm I feel like for Wizards of Way We Replace it was only one or two episodes where the mom like kind of introduced the culture like when she had her quinceanera I remember that was a specific one where they really like had that as part of the storyline.
0: Especially because like Justin was played by a white guy so Santana like you was one of the first people that I saw in my identity to share that identity with Mm -hmm. um And then, so, are there any other Santana moments that, upon reflection, like, really stand out to you as instrumental in your own worldview or even in seeing yourself on television and what Santana meant to you?
5: Yeah, um, we definitely talked about this one time we were hanging out, but whenever they did that battle, um, when she, sorry, I haven't seen, I can't remember the name of the guy. You know what I'm talking about, though. Oh, Smooth Criminal? Yes, Yes. Smooth Criminal, that, okay, I will literally look at that clip all the time, I think she did such a great job singing, also since that song was sung by Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, we're used to like a male voice, but it was so cool hearing a female voice, and she has such a strong voice, it was really interesting to hear that, also the duet was great, and then she was defending Kurt whenever she went over there, so it's also, if you think about the episode, that was so cool.
0: Yeah, she was just a badass as a character, but also from all the things that I've read since Naya was found is like that she fought for her role to not only to have a bigger role, but for her and Heather Morris to, they fought for that love story um, of the queer women um, interracial couple love story that they had. Um, Did you watch the full series or did you fall off at a certain point?
5: I fell off once they went to college. I watched okay. the first season whenever Santana was a college cheerleader. I just remember her and Brittany talking over Facetime. That was about when I ended with okay this story.
0: So my history was I watched it like the first three seasons, and then I fell off. And then before BU, before we went to college, I watched the whole series that summer. Um, so in the fina- in the last season, she and Brittany get married. Um, which is a nice full circle moment like because that was very important and she's honestly the reason that I kept watching Uh, she and Kurt and Rachel I didn't care about the new kids honestly
5: mm-hmm. um, yeah, at the school that was another reason I fell off I didn't feel like so connected to the new kids stories as I did for yeah. the other ones like the other members or the other characters on the show I really was rooting for them like whenever Rachel was trying to get into college obviously Rachel was not one of my favorite characters yeah be annoying at times but I really wanted her to like do well
0: yeah no um someone told me recently that they felt like that the show should have either done what Degrassi does and like start with a new cast or like just ignore the college the seniors who graduate um But honestly, thinking about it, I feel like they should have just ended the McKinley storyline and just followed the students, uh, especially like the three that were in New York. Like, Mm -hmm. And Finn was important at that point. Like I didn't care about like the new kids. Well, I did after a while, but it was like much harder to like start to care when we watched these people for three seasons. And then so it's like we have three seasons of history with Rachel, Kurt and Santana versus like two episodes with Marley or kitty that's the
5: only whatever. one i remember marley yeah i don't think i can yeah. remember
0: any of the other yeah um but uh what are, so you mentioned some of your favorite songs what are your, some of your favorite moments of santana like just either dialogue or scenes or stuff that stands out to you
5: mm-hmm Um, I think she was just a really great person. She always had like witty, sarcastic comments, which was different from like Rachel's kind of very serious about glee aesthetic. She was very like, kept it real. And then she also was the type of person who was like you said, such a badass, but you want her to be your friend. Like, you know, she's your friend. She's going to stick up for you. Also, I really liked the beginning of her and britney's relationship when they were just getting closer as friends but it wasn't quite a relationship yet it was kind of nice to see them just like have this chemistry as friends and then turned into something more i also love that was like my very first time seeing a lesbian couple on tv like i definitely had seen gay couples where it's like a man and a man but seeing like two women it was very empowering to see especially because um I feel like they treated it as something that's just as important as straight relationships. Yeah. I think a lot of like younger kids watch it, like middle school, high school, which I think is really great to see. So from my high school, we actually did have a like, I would say decently large LGBTQ plus like population at school and our principal was out as lesbian. So it was really... Um, our like high school is very welcoming. So I felt like watching that show before I went to high school was really great because I was like, oh, what I've seen on TV is also reflected at my school.
0: Yeah. And I know I feel like the writers put a lot more stock into the Kurt and Blaine relationship, but I was never as invested into that as I was in Santana and Brittany. Um, maybe because part of it was like, it's something like you said, there had been gay men in relationships on television before, but really there weren't a ton especially for me that was also the first encounter of uh two women who were dating um so that was very impactful but also just like Santana was magnetic in a way that the other characters weren't for me mm-hmm. that um so I was always invested more um and like you said I really like how it was very natural it was the relationship it formed from a friendship and then eventually Santana realized that she had feelings for Brittany, and Brittany f- realized the same thing for
5: Santana. Yeah. I think that's why I wasn't as invested in Kurt and Blaine's relationship because, like, whenever he met him, he already like was kind of into him. While Brittany and Santana, you're introduced to them as like co-cheerleaders, as friends. So it's so nice to see that form.
0: Yeah, and we also like there was an established history between them that we didn't have. Like, we saw the start of Blaine and Kurt's like they saw we saw their meet cute we never mm-hmm. we always saw Santana and britney we just had that knowledge that they were friends but we never knew their backstory besides mm-hmm. that they were friends at some point um yeah. and like and you an, said oh, another ahead.
5: moment that sticks out to me i this is an i'm just naming all the ones i look up on youtube all the time but um if you remember the episode where they were doing rocky horror picture show um whenever um shu and Emma was her name.
0: Oh yes. Whenever yeah. they're
5: doing creature of the night. Okay the comments on that video are so like nice to read because they're like a lot of them are about Santana and Brittany they're like you can see them already like being really lovey towards each other and being really cute. I think they were already dating at that time but it's just so nice because even though the scene isn't about them, them in the window is just so like cute to see and that's like yeah. my favorite part
0: them in the background especially later on when they're an established couple like there are like sometimes like shots just like where the focus is not on them but then you see them and they're interacting with each other and like it might just be the actors like ad-libbing or whatever but and just talking on set and it just stayed in the episode but it was it's always like for whatever reason i was always drawn to santana and i was always drawn to mercedes like these powerful queens mm-hmm. um, plus
5: I feel like both of those characters had so much development throughout the series Yeah. so even in the background you can see them like who they are
0: yeah Um, any favorite songs of Santana that are like either strictly Santana or like where she's very heavily featured so you mentioned the Smooth Criminal I think
5: that's the main one that I can think of
0: any others or that's like your number one that's
5: my number one for sure
0: yeah, I feel like Santana definitely had some bangers, even in the later seasons. Um, mm-hmm. Girl Santana on fire reminds
5: me of like Jade and Kat from Victorious, where although they're not like the main character, they definitely will steal the show when they're singing.
0: Yeah, and also for me, just whenever she was on screen, like I feel like similar to Sue, she just has when she's speaking on camera, you just can't help but like be completely. Interested in her and what she's saying. I think Sue Mm -hmm. Sylvester was a much more extreme version of Santana, but Santana had a lot of lines that were very Sue, and especially like the as the show went on, they started writing more for the the actor, like once they knew them better, Mm -hmm. and definitely hearing her wit because from all the accounts, she was the wittiest person and the fastest and the sharpest on Glee. uh, Naya Rivera was absolutely yeah um do you have any final thoughts on her legacy and what she stands for in television history
5: yeah like i said first like lesbian like couple i saw on tv definitely had an impact on me i actually took um during my cinema media studies courses i took a queer cinema class and we talked about how like um, the first time you see like a gay couple on TV, it really means something because it's something different and it's something you remember. And that's always going to be something I remember, like watching that. Like we watched Brokeback Mountain*, which is the first. I bet you've never seen that. You've never seen that. <laughs> Please no. watch it. It is amazing. But that um, we were talking about how that's the first time a lot of people have seen like a gay couple on TV, and that was a big deal. It has Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah,
0: big and Richard Heath Ledger. It, yeah. Which
5: is why it was so like big in the news but he was saying, our professor was saying that's a lot of people's like first movie they saw a gay couple in, while Glee is for me for seeing like a lesbian couple so that will always be something that sticks with me. I also like how they didn't necessarily make a huge deal about it and like I said before, it was something that is going to be taken just as seriously as a straight couple, which I really appreciated. I also like how you said they got married so it doesn't really leave the viewer hanging. It all ties in together, but that's always going to stick with me and even though I didn't like follow Naya Rivera on any social media or keep up with her career I was so sad to hear about like um her drowning just because her character just meant so much to me and I know to a lot of her friends so when I watch the show now it might just be a little bit heavier just because she really made a huge impact on me
0: yeah it's definitely been the most difficult celebrity death for me personally and previously it was Corey Monteith Um,
5: Okay. Yeah. Whenever I watched Glee for the first time, that was the year he died actually. So I never watched the show like pre like his death, before his death. So when I watched that, I was like, oh my God, he's an amazing singer. So it was a different viewing experience for me for
4: sure.
0: No, that makes complete sense because I, yeah, because I can't imagine like if you are watching something where you later find out that someone died, like Heath Ledger. For example just to mention like how amazing talent and then like he's gone too soon so Mm -hmm.
5: i watched brokeback mountain and um dark knight after his death so that was definitely like i felt like that was such a great talent lost also like so many people have talked about him as a person how that's such a loss too yeah
0: and then all the tribute posts that were posted for naya rivera like specifically thinking of kevin McHale's and amber riley's on instagram um, Amber Riley's those. just a video of her and her son singing um, together um, and then Kevin McHale's just like the stories and just all of it is just really sad um, yeah so yeah it's just been a hard few weeks um, mm-hmm.
5: it's even sadder to me when somebody has a kid like obviously Cory yeah. Monty didn't have any kids still sad but like this it's just really sad that he's yeah. so young
0: and the only solace that I find is that like she loved that her baby, so much mm-hmm. her last moments were spent saving his life,
5: yeah. So, and he can also watch Glee, too. yeah. And like, he has that to watch yeah. his mom, and mm-hmm. like, what kind of and obviously, she played like a really great character, even if somebody's yeah. like parent played like a villain, if they were like a good person, it yeah. just shows their acting. Santana's very
0: layered, too. So yeah. it's like shows that his mom brought to life this incredibly raw and powerful character. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, recently uh Josie's dad posted um oh
5: yeah I saw that
0: statement that one broke my heart
5: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um just wanted to touch one more thing before we wrap up um so do you know you you saw the episode where she came out to her abuela right
5: yes which I definitely can relate to um so I'm bisexual and I had to come out to my parents which was really hard um as I told them before college I was like hey I just want to let you know I am attracted to both men and women and I actually thought of that episode I watched it a couple of days before I came out to my parents just because I um really related to her character and I could totally like re- like that episode really meant a lot to me
0: yeah um I since you didn't watch the wedding episode Sue's wedding gift to Santana is bringing the abuela and she Accepts her finally.
5: That's great. So I know
0: I don't know if you ever caught up on that, but I know because like
5: I caught up on the wedding, but I didn't know about Sue's gift. That's such a Sue like moment, though. Like she seems like such a hard ass kind of, and then when it comes down to it, she really does care.
0: We could do a whole Glee podcast one day with all the Glee thoughts, but Jeff definitely wanted to touch on Naya Rivera, and I know because like the Latin abuela is like, or in Brazilian culture. Uh, Avoir is, like, such a presence in the Latin community. Like, she's the matriarch of the Latin mm-hmm. family. Sure. That's, um, like,
5: how it is for my family, for sure. Like, um, my – I call her my Mimi, but she lives in Guatemala, and she's definitely too. someone we, like, think of.
0: Yeah. And, like, anytime I see, like – have you ever watched One Day at a Time, the Netflix show?
5: No, you've been telling me to watch okay. it, Oh, I totally need to. It also
0: has a powerful –
5: or Jane Motherhead. the Virgin, we talked about that. How yes, the I need Abuela, to watch that. Yeah, yeah, the well, that one is definitely a really good. Representation.
0: I'll watch Jane the Virgin when you watch One Day at a yes. Time. Yes,
5: okay, and then we'll yeah debrief.
0: Gloria, um, oh, Gloria Kellett, not what, Calderon Kellett, um, who created One Day at a Time. She's fantastic on Twitter, and she's really a great resource for anyone who is trying to get into the industry as a writer, as a creator. Um, she's been putting out Twitter threads being like, if you are in this identity, like South Asian, if you are a member of the South Asian community, please put your information below and hopefully some writers will contact you or at least read it, read your page and remember you if you're tweeting. Um, she's a great follow for anyone who's considering getting in the industry and she created a fantastic show one at a time, um, which I feel like she's been also very active since Naya Rivera's passing, about the Latin community with the Emmys and stuff like that, like remembering Latin representation on television. Mm -hmm. Um, Any final words about Naya, Santana, Glee, anything? We're going to get you back on to talk about a lighter topic. I already have you in pencil for Wendy Wu sometime soon. Oh my
5: god, yes, I love Wendy Wu, but um, in terms of Glee and Santana, I definitely am more inclined to rewatch the show now and focus on Santana from the beginning. Cause I feel like when I watched it first, I was focusing more on like the Rachel like storyline, which is what most people focus on, but I'm definitely gonna rewatch it and focus more on like her character development. And I'm glad that she was able to finish like such a great show and that we will all have that to remember her by.
0: Yeah, and the millions of people that were affected by her and her story and her, the character she brought to life and just were, saw themselves in her was mm-hmm. incredible um i guess that's everything i have uh and then we'll get you back on here to talk with wendy Wu yes soon um and stay tuned we have some fun prog podcast coming up this is just very important tribute that i needed to put out there for my own grieving process i guess um andrea thank you so much
5: thanks for having me i really loved talking about santana and naya rivera it was really yeah. great to remember did it help you
0: at all like,
5: yeah, I was really, I'm weird with celebrity deaths. Like, I almost don't believe it until I, like, start looking up stuff and or, like, watching stuff they've been in. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, this person isn't around anymore. So yeah. I felt like it was really good to, like, talk about it and just remember her rather than, like, I mean, we're all so preoccupied with things right now. It was great to yeah. just sit down and really focus on that.
0: No, the, I really relate to that statement because even when I – know that she's gone and when I'm watching the clips it still doesn't feel real at times and so like you said because we didn't know her personally it's just this has actually been a really helpful like series of interviews you said,
1: I remember how he felt sitting by the water and every time I look at you it's like the first time I've congratulations. Normally you dress like the fantasy of a perverted Japanese businessman with a very dark specific fetish, but I actually dig this look. From La Cucaracha to a bullfighting mariachi. Why don't you just dress up as the Taco Bell Chihuahua and bark the theme song to Dora the Explorer? Everything about you screams virgin. You're about as sexy as a Cabbage Patch Kid. It's exhausting to look at you.
0: Everyone, we're here with another guest to talk about the legacy of Naya Rivera. We're here with Danielle. Danielle, hello.
6: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, this one is definitely more of a somber podcast than Get a Clue.
6: Oh, yeah, for sure. But once a gleek, always a gleek. So, yes.
0: So, yeah, just get us started with your history of glee before we talk about the specifics of Naya Rivera and Santana Lopez.
6: Uh, So, I was an OG Glee from, like, I remember when the pilot aired, Um, and I don't, I mean, I've always been a show tunes girl, you know that, so when, like, they were advertising Glee, and Miss Leah came on singing Dream to Dream, I was like, this show is for me, Um, so then I watched throughout middle school and high school. I kind of, I'm, like, also kind of a fake fan, because I stopped around season four-ish, because it kind of did a whole change up with like new people and everything else and I thought high school was hard so I was like I don't have time to watch a Glee anymore Uh, (laughs)
0: lol
6: but yeah I mean I literally had t-shirts tote bags all the Glee merch it was a time and it just combined my favorite things of like and stuff I could relate to with people I mean I would say they were around my age but these were like 30 year olds playing 16 year olds but the substance was relatable plus like the whole mix of show tunes and popular songs and just like everything else I feel like it just exposed me to so much so I'm very grateful for Glee even though looking back a lot of it is kind of problematic at Mr. Shoe so (laughs)
0: we're not gonna at him today but he is that's a different podcast where we at all the terrible things he did
6: yeah that's that's another story we're here for now so yeah
0: uh you mentioning the tote bags and all the swag reminded me of how salty i was and recently have become again that my parents didn't let me go to the glee concert um when they were in boston and then in spanish class and essay miss caroline i'm not gonna say her last name i remember she was like oh my god felipe you would have loved it and i was like of course I would have. And then knowing that that would have been the only chance I would have gotten to see Naya Rivera and Corey Monty perform, now I'm very salty.
6: Oh, yeah. I remember I didn't even get to see the Glee movie in theaters. I think I was on vacation, and, like, I didn't go to the Glee concert either. And I was, like, thinking about that when Corey passed, and I was thinking about that again when Naya passed, and I was like, man, I would have been living my absolute best life. Yeah, that than- would
0: have been my first concert, too.
6: Oh, it would have been the perfect first concert. I look at clips from that video and like when Naya passed, like yeah Valerie kept going around and I was like, so good. And oh yeah, also in my glee intro that you mentioned Corey. I'll probably get into Corey again later. He'll probably Yeah. But I say that Leonard DiCaprio was part of my sexual awakening, but so was Corey monteith He was like the first background on my like first cell phone ever. Like I loved him uh, and yeah, yeah that was a emotional day.
0: This might be a hot take but I was in early on what's their ship name Santana and Finn I shipped them before Santana um you Sin fin- no Santana Fintana
6: it might have been Hello? yeah fin- you're here yeah uh, maybe it was Santana. I feel like Sin wouldn't have been it Um, I never shipped them as a couple because I was a hard finchel.
0: Uh, (laughs) Classic Danielle.
6: Classic. I'm always here for the most basic of ships, but I am here for their friendship. I was very much, I mean, yeah, I was here for their friendship except for when he problematically like outed Outed her. Outed her. Yeah. Um, But when he did sing the slow down version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, I did enjoy
0: that. Yeah, that's always bothered me is like how they kind of brushed it under the rug, how problematic what he did was. It didn't even feel like slightly remorse. It almost felt like it was because she was not accepted by her grandma and that's why they did it. But he's the reason that like she was forced out of the closet. Yeah. But this is not a Finn podcast. This is a Santana podcast.
6: we're here for Santana. Yeah,
0: so um, as a straight white woman... You are very different than the other guests that I had where they have one aspect of identity that Santana represented, but obviously Santana touched many people and I kind of wanted to capture that with this podcast.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So what was Santana's impact on you when watching Glee?
6: Um, yeah, I was actually trying to think about what I exactly wanted to say because I know she meant a lot to a lot of people from different walks of life. And as a straight white woman, I was like, what, like, I, not that I was at a loss, because I was very sad when I heard what happened, and like, watching Glee, she was a big part of it, and in my eyes, I feel like watching her, because when Naya joined Glee, the character of Santana was only supposed to really be there for, like, an episode or two.
0: She was very and, background.
6: Yeah, very background, like, low-key character, really wasn't supposed to be an integral part of the show. And now fast forward, I've seen some later episodes and like I know what happens and like even as I was watching throughout seasons one, two, three and part of four, like she got upgraded to main cast and I think that just like is a testament to her power as an actress and her voice and what she represented and how people reacted to her because I mean, it was Lily and Michelle show, I feel like, before she kind of came along. And I just enjoyed watching her grow and her character's arc, because as we mentioned, she means a lot to the Latina community, the queer community. Like, her whole character arc was just, I think, very well done, and she was given, she gave a voice to so many people, and I respect that. And then me, I just enjoyed watching her growth as an actress and a person. And it also was nice to see her, because she kept it real. Like, she told everyone yeah. exactly how it was and, like, checked them. And I was like, that's what that show honestly needed. And she gave competition to Rachel Berry and, like, all those characters and really popped off, so.
0: Yeah. And um, Goldie, who will listeners will have heard, but you haven't, obviously, yet, because this is recorded later, Um, she said that Naya and Heather actually fought for more Uh, inclusion in the show Mm -hmm. um, and a queer woman storyline that it was very much their fight to make it happen and to continue it Mm -hmm. um, even after like season two and stuff Um, so I didn't know that and that's actually really impactful to hear Mm -hmm. um, that like she really pushed for that and like fought for that storyline because I don't know about you but that was the first lesbian couple I ever saw on mainstream television
6: oh for sure that was I mean yeah that's definitely I think the first lesbian couple maybe even queer couple in general I mean besides other glee storylines that was the first time I've ever seen a show in general show that to me and I we were like what 12 13
0: well in hindsight there was like carol and susan on friends but like that was not our time that was like, not was, our
6: time and that was also just a totally problematic representation of it yeah exactly it became a butt of the joke in the Friends. yeah
0: talk. they were very very like if they happened before they were very like not fleshed out and nuanced and real
4: yeah like, they, like oh
6: okay. keep going what did you
0: say i was just gonna say that they really treated this like any normal relationship not tried to make it either a joke or like fetishize it as two women
6: yeah for sure it was very real I mean the only other show you probably think of I didn't watch it would be Will and Grace for a queer yeah there but that's really it like you said this was the first lesbian couple I think I've seen on television
0: and I know Ellen had her whole coming out episode but I don't like obviously that was before our time yeah, so.
6: before time, and then the show got canceled
0: yeah
6: so the fact that this also happened in the i mean britney and santana started developing obviously throughout from the beginning throughout the show yeah but, uh, seasons two or three they were basically a thing they were like together
2: yeah
0: and then they got married at the end
6: yeah and they got married at the end which was like season six so the fact that this became normalized throughout the show and the show yeah and the audiences were still receptive and people yeah. were like, oh my God, about it. It just
0: so,
5: also shows.
6: I'm
0: going to give a quick shout out to the Choir Room podcast with Matt and Amon. Um, uh, they're doing a Glee rewatch and they pointed out a few like tidbits in season one where like there's hints of Santana only being attracted to Britney or women. Like when um she and Finn hook up and she's like, and Finn's like, is that what, is that supposed to, like, are you supposed to feel any different? She's like, I never felt different. Like, and, like, you just get used to that was, like, a hint that, like, maybe she was into Britney at that time. And, like, obviously, I don't think they were intentional, but, like, looking back, we can, like, retcon them. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, so, do you, is there any other impact of Santana and Naya that you want to discuss?
6: I mean, her songs as well like her oh
0: i have that later i have that
6: i was later okay i was gonna say her cover of valerie was one of my favorites and i remember (laughs) this is probably well not stupid but kind of stupid like obviously what we were like 12 13 like i said when that came out and i remember listening to that song and the boy i liked at the time liked a girl named valerie so i listened to the glee cover of valerie all the time being like yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> I am dead. That yeah. is that is see like the personal connections we have. Like, um, to go to another Santana song, I will survive survivor. Like, I remember like that got me through like a hard like high school drama sort yeah. of like session. I was I was just like listen to that on repeat. I'm like, Miss Naya, come through.
6: Yeah. I mean she had a voice and
0: uh, and Miss Amber. We cannot disrespect Miss Amber in that track yeah. either. The
6: river deep mountain high um cover yeah. was also very good. I yeah, I was looking I remember I got my Spotify like end of the decade thing this year. Yeah. My top artist of the decade was GleeCast. Glee. Yeah, it was GleeCast. Same.
0: Yeah. Oh, and this year it's just going to be Santana songs. I can like there's going to be others but like the top 100 anything that's glee is probably going to have Santana in it. For... Oh.
6: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, like I said, hers
0: word yeah i mean it always does mostly santana but like this year especially i was um, looking for
6: your santana playlist the other day and I was like, yes
0: and then i made a 23rd birthday playlist which i make a playlist every year and like 10 of the songs santana songs
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah just because like that's what's with me right now um i'll link the playlist in the show notes for this podcast uh anyways uh so yes yeah, santana and was a presence in our when we were growing up but like upon reflection and you kind of touched us on this a little bit like can you discuss like what Santana what you think of Santana upon reflection knowing her full story knowing like your worldview today like how you see the world did Santana impact that at all And like with hindsight you feel like she or even the show at large like impacted your understanding of society and the world
6: yeah, I mean, as I said, I didn't finish Glee, but I do know what happens, and I do know like Brittany and Santana get married. And I mean, if we're reflecting on Santana now at this point, I was watching in the beginning of quarantine. I was doing a little bit of a Glee rewatch of season one, and then when Naya passed, I was watching glee again but i was kind of just like picking and choosing my favorite episodes my favorite episodes by the way rocky horror glee show even though that might be the most problematic that definitely is the most problematic yeah i don't know i just like the songs and the new york episode um yeah nationals are my favorites um but yeah i think just the representation for especially i think the queer community because i had seen I feel like Latina and people of color characters before, I mean, obviously needs more representation, but that wasn't something specifically new to me, but to see that at a time when we were kind of all coming into our own sexualities and like figuring out our orientations and what we like and, you know, I think that kind of opened my eyes a little more because I was from like suburban New York like I did not know a gay person when I was like 11 or 12 at all and like no one like you were in school and everyone was just like oh like just assumptive you know of like boy and girl heterosexual that's what everybody is that's what you think because that's all I really saw on TV before that and like no one really talked about it so I think Santana and Brittany and all the other queer storylines specifically within Glee kind of opened up conversation and dialogue and to have that at our for us specifically at a time when we were kind of coming into our own I feel like kind of opened a lot of doors for people and for me as like a white straight female like opened my eyes to everyone out there and the possibilities out there because even like characters like unique right Alex yeah. character like that never even like crossed my mind before I watched Glee. I was still watching Glee at that point. So I think it was just an eye-opening experience and just open doors, yeah. acceptance and kind of seeing that there's more people out there than what like television and movies had shown us before, you know?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Everything you said kind of sums up like the representation. And like, I know you mentioned that you had seen Latinx characters on TV before, um, and Andrea and I talked about it, but, like, the intersectionality of her being a queer Latina woman, especially one who is femme-presenting, like, yes. um, like she's more traditionally feminine than many of the other queer women we had seen on television at that time. Yeah, Um sure. She and Britney, um, so, like, that was huge for a lot of people, um, especially someone, like myself and Andrea and stuff like that um but yeah so it's just like really important her what she means to the community yeah like I've, to all these communities but also to like society because she like is kind of the first person to a lot of people that like kind of introduces a lot of these topics and themes
6: mm-hmm. yeah for sure and I remember also like watching recently the clip again when she like comes out to her grandma yeah grandma's like no like go home and like or like leave like I don't like want to talk to you about this like you should have never told me and yeah. I was like sitting there and I almost started crying again it was only like the two minute clip of it and I was like I think also the realness they portrayed of like the coming out experience in that way and, like, showing the reaction from, like, her grandmother, someone from the older generation, like, a Latina woman, like... Yeah,
0: especially, especially like, a Latina matriarch sort of thing that's, yeah, like, very... In
6: that culture instead yeah. of just kind of whitewashing it over and kind of making it seem like, la di da da like, she's yeah. going to come out and everything's going to be A-OK and fine, you know?
0: And that's like, not to say that, like, there are not white people who have that same experience where they're shown, yeah. but, like, this is very, like, that was very prevalent. Like, that's a very latinx
2: yeah
6: for sure that's not
2: like yeah
6: coming out will always be everyone's own journey and it can be very difficult for some regardless of your background but i think that was definitely something to take note of as well
0: yeah um now it's time to like remember naya in a more like in her best moments best songs. What are some of your favorite Santana moments in the history of Glee?
6: So weird. You mentioned Valerie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and these
0: can include, um, these are not just songs if you want. Like, obviously the songs stand out the most, but like, are there any Santana lines or moments of character, like dialogue Mm -hmm. or whatever? So just include all of that when you're.
6: Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So those two, um, I remember when she did Smooth Criminal that was really good i like specifically remember that like in my head like and i remember watching it being like this is like so good um one-liner specifically i like can't remember any off the top of my head i don't know why but she was the character that always made me laugh the most in that show like for sure like her timing was just there and like she'll literally just say one sentence and it was just like the best part of the scene i And I think that's a testament because I remember like after she passed a lot of obviously Glee cast people she had worked with and was friends with were saying like their experience like as her friend and like on sets and stuff and the fact that she was very much kind of like Santana in that way of just always being the funniest person in the room but also like loving so hard and caring so hard I think that's a testament to her character and I also I think it was Kevin McHale tweeted a video um, of her and Corey like on the back lot like it was late at night it was dark and all these fans had like gathered
0: um, yeah I know to, what you video you're talking about yeah
6: yeah and like they were making sure to get pictures of everyone like sign everything like after a long day of working and he had tweeted like this is just a testament to her character like and how deeply she like cared about everyone and like took the time to like listen and be there and i was like on like the, i like have so much respect for celebrities in that way too like that appreciate their fans so much and yeah can, and then i like if you go on like her social media feed and you can just see how much she like loved her family and like
0: she yeah, just i mean
6: a great person you know
0: yeah uh i kind of lost my train of thought just like reflecting on everything that you were saying um trying to capture it um but just mentioning her family like it's um sorry uh it's like representative of the fact that the most important thing in the world to her was her little baby boy Mm -hmm. and her last moments were saving his life yeah yeah um so everything you said that like she loved very deeply like, everyone around her, especially her little baby, um, that was just, sorry, you kind of, like, got me.
6: No, you're good. I mean, yeah, I, it was, yeah, that was a day. That was sad. Yeah. The fact, I just, like, can't, I don't know, like, my beliefs of higher beings or whatever, but, like, the fact that they were, like, trying to find her for almost a week, and, like, she, they found her, like, on the day Corey passed, was, like, anniversary, you know? I was yeah. Like, they are definitely... I feel like that doesn't... That's not, like, coincidence, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to remember what I was thinking of. Uh, I think I was gonna- it was something about, like, how, like, her lines... Yes, okay. When... Um, have you listened to Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz? They have a podcast.
6: I've seen... I was watching... It was actually kind of funny because, like, before it was even reported that everything had happened, I was watching like YouTube clips of them recording some of their podcast, and Heather Morris and Naya were like, on and I was yeah. watching clips of that.
0: Yeah, um, they have talked about how, especially as the show went on, they wrote more and more for the people, like the cast, instead of the characters, mm-hmm. because they became characters and they took from their personality so much and so everything about Santana being so quick-witted and like snarky and savage but also like loving and full Mm -hmm. of heart that was like completely in character of Naya Rivera herself so um yeah uh one of my favorites is when Brittany comes up to her and says I'm pregnant and she's like my secret your secret safe from the end. and then she like literally turns around and I think it's Tina is right there and she's like, Oh my god, Brittany's pregnant and then
6: like, <laughs> oh, Yeah. It's oh, such god. a gossip. <laughs> such a gossip. I think I remember it had to be the Rocky Horror Glee episode, I think. And um it was like her and Britney and they like Finn was finding out that he had to be like shirtless on stage and um she, like, called him, like, a Pillsbury Doughboy or something.
0: Uh, I did.
6: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, like, oh, you can't be, like, pa- like, packing down all those Sloppy Joes every day and, like, not like, and then some of the them Me, though. Um,
0: <laughs> also, when um, she, when Finn was like, I'm going to do a kissing booth, and she's like, I've kissed Finn. It's not worth it. It is not worth a buck. I would, <laughs> however, pay $100 to jiggle one of his man boobs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah yeah classic Santiana I love Love her so much and then she when she like went on like slightly problematic um when Rachel broke her nose and she's like I'm sure that she's looked into nose reduction surgery I'm sure Sam has gone in to look at the doctor for lip reductions and I'm sure that Tina went in to look at de-slanting her eyes. And Tina's like, that's incredibly racist. And she's like, I'm keeping it real. I'm like, Santana, you can't say that.
6: Yeah, that's so bad. But that just, you saying that just reminded me of when they when um she sang Trouty Mouth.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that song's been stuck in my head lately. Um, there's also the one that when she's like breaks down for Britney and she's like, I just try to be honest with people when I think that they
4: suck. <laughs>
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That that (laughs) clip was floating around on Twitter a lot too. Uh, That also just reminded me the landslide cover. I think uh, that's yeah. Let's
0: get into songs.
6: That one was good. That was good. And I remember another thing about Glee too is like we, like I said, we were young, and I remember I did not watch that episode probably till I got to college because my mom, I think she would like go online and like read like the parents guide to some of the episodes so she was like that one's inappropriate you can't watch it
0: oh i'd like to think that your mom was like this is an episode about sex and not an episode about uh santana coming out but that's because it's called sexy and that's the one where they're like that's the one where they are like she was gonna demonstrate putting the condom on the cucumber and then
6: sex education. And then
0: Finn's like, wait, cucumbers can give you STDs, and Mercedes is like, I had cucumbers in my salad.
6: (laughs) Yes, but yeah, I finally watched it. Yeah, my mom didn't want me to watch it because of all the sexual stuff. My mom was, like, very much a sex scene and movie, you know, close your eyes kind of (laughs) person. I mean, I feel like a lot of moms were like that because also sex and sex education still has not been normalized in society but that's a yeah. whole other topic for another day yeah so. but
0: so you watched that episode in college and landslide
6: yes and the landslide one stuck i think yeah. also, these girls just want to have fun in that episode too right
0: no that's a season three episode the one right after he outs her
6: okay i'm getting all my spoilers. i think
0: it's called i kissed a girl because they not so subtly saying i kissed a girl
6: mm, yeah oh when santana sings mine
0: yeah, that one breaks me. I love that yeah. one. That's on my playlist. Um,
4: yeah.
0: Just to get some other, like I, you, have you listened to her cover of Don't Rain on My Parade? From when yeah. she shows Rachel up. Like and,
6: auditioning and showing yeah. Rachel that she can do it too. Yeah. yeah. I like
0: that version better. I love Gloria that they do um in season five. Um, mm-hmm. Like a version is always a stand because that's the first time we hear Santana sing. Um, my favorite Santana episode I think is uh season two the one they go to sectionals I think it's called special education I'm not sure um but the one where Rachel finds out that Santana and Finn slept together and I feel like that's another great Santana episode and then she sings Valerie
6: yes okay I was in to actually that was a Valerie episode because I'm obviously all misconjumbled Yeah. Um, I have to rewatch. I really I need to do a glee rewatch now after this. Yeah, well Miss
0: Naomi is watching it right now, so I definitely wanna hop on some episode Netflix parties, especially if they're my favorite episodes. Yeah, like, um, but anyways, uh were there any songs that you didn't mention? I wanna give you like the time before.
6: Um I listened to um at your recommendation, um the Here Comes the Sun cover. I was like Oh, that was really good. Uh, Yeah, I think those are all my favorites that I can think of um, with Santana, for sure. Um, That, yeah, I mean. Yeah,
0: it's just really tragic what happened. And like, I've been personally affected by it. I know you have. Like, everyone can have their connection to a character. It doesn't matter if they identify with them or not. Like, she was a powerhouse on screen, off screen Yeah, and it's just really tragic that this could have been preventable. Mm -hmm. This has happened before, they just need better signage, and it's really upsetting that it took another life to leave this planet for this to hopefully enact change. But who even knows?
6: Yeah, I remember reading like that there's petitions going around that like whirlpools and things like this are not uncommon in that, like people have passed due to it and it's just astounding that the proper precautions have not been taken to put up a sign like it's not that hard or like warn people to wear their life vests like take extra precaution you know and, yeah yeah i just overall i'm so glad that you're doing this episode and like yeah like you said like i think we all i think every character in glee was relatable in some way but I think especially the Santana arc was so important, and even if people really don't, I guess relate to her, like she was still part of our childhood. If you yeah. were an avid Glee watcher, and just seeing someone so young with so much talent like pass is always so sad, and like she was on um, that show, she was like doing a show with Neo that just got picked up on Stars. Like it was easy. Yeah. It was like going on Stars, and, and like, she was
0: like, like getting ready for another season with it, right?
6: yeah and like there was just so much I feel like like going for her and like I mean not to say that there wasn't before but like she was a star and like a shining star and like she had so much more to like give
0: exactly yeah it's just really really upsetting but we're gonna continue to remember her legacy and never forget because Mm -hmm. she was that queen
3: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um do you have anything else that you want to mention about this before we wrap up, or?
3: Uh,
6: I think I, I think I hit everything. Do you have anything yeah. else you want to say?
0: Um, just like yeah, Naya was very influential to me as a person, like Santana. Mm. Um, by far and away, even before everything, she was always my favorite character on Glee. Um, so it's just been a difficult few weeks, and mm. I doubt that it's. Ever gonna stop being sad, but yeah, I definitely like healing is important. This has been very cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, we're gonna get you back on to talk about some more lighter subjects in the future, as you know.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, um, oh, excited, always oh, glad to be here,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, but with that, I think we're gonna wrap up this interview and. Sounds-
6: Good. Thanks yeah for me.
0: no problem thank you for joining us and remember just keep on remembering mm-hmm. naya okay
6: that's yes, the stream felipe's santana lopez playlist it's really- yes i'll link it in the notes
1: got a bit of a schnoz. I mean, I wouldn't know. Because like Medusa, I try to avoid eye contact with her. me, I remember
4: you say Sometimes it lasts in
1: love But sometimes it hurts instead Sometimes it lasts in love But sometimes it
3: hurts instead As someone who was a closeted lesbian in a small-town Ohio high school, seeing Naira Vera portray a closeted lesbian in a small-town Ohio high school was just earth-shattering. Uh, before Santana, there was such limited representation for lesbians, and having her made me feel so much less alone. I went through a lot of uh, self-hate growing up around being gay, and Santana came at such a pivotal time for me and helped me start to feel more acceptance around my sexuality. She brought not only such important representation, but a sense of community with other people going through a similar thing. I actually found my first girlfriend through Glee Tumblr, and none of this would have been possible if not for Naya Rivera who was one of the biggest proponents of the Britney and Santana relationship and really pushed for the representation that Santana gave us. Santana made me a depressed, closeted lesbian feel acceptance and less alone in a time that was really tough for myself. None of it would have been possible without Naira Rivera and how hard she pushed to give representation to a group that at the time had very little
1: Imagine has it that when I came out of my mother I told the nurse she was fat. Maybe try rocking back
2: and forth. People do that in movies.
1: No. Cause I just try to be really, really honest with people when I think that they suck. Oh, Gloria. Oh, Gloria.
7: where do I even start with Naya Rivera? Naya was, is, always has been, always will be a legend and a damn superstar. From the very first time that I heard her sing on Glee and Like a Virgin, I was first appalled That Ryan Murphy had gone nearly 15 episodes before he gave her a chance to sing. And even in that song, she only had a few lines. Um, But, you know, fortunately for us, Ryan saw the potential in Naya that the rest of us saw. And he gave her the platform to shine in front of millions of people week after week. And she really did shine. Whether it was acting, singing, dancing, facial expressions, literally every single thing that she contributed to the show was incredible. Every scene that she was in, every performance that she was a part of, it was better because Naya was there. Um, I was a huge fan of Glee from the moment it started, and I can vividly remember Rewatching her performances over and over and over and over again on my DVR, specifically um, River Deep Mountain High and Songbird and Valerie. Like, I would literally watch it, rewind, watch it again, rewind, watch it again. That's how obsessed I was. And I didn't do that with every performance, it was literally Naya's because I was just so drawn to her as a performer. Um, And then I got super invested in Santana in season three as her storyline became more about her being a lesbian teenager, which, you know, really resonated with me and so many other LGBTQ teenagers at the time. Um, I think that Santana truly became a beacon of hope for all of us and someone to look up to as she sat as she battled her inner saboteur and you know the inner demons and also her loved ones who were refusing to accept who she was you know watching a strong beautiful talented latina woman representing my community that i felt so proud to be a part of was huge for me and something that I really looked forward to every single week and something that I still hold with me to this day because it was just so special to be a part of that and I will never ever forget how I felt watching her um In those times specifically, when I was still in the closet in high school, scared in a small conservative town just like her. I mean, she really just helped me get through so much. And, you know, she kicked ass. She was fiercely loyal. She didn't care what other people thought. And I really believe that I am who I am today, partly because of Santana. But of course, you know, Naya was... So much more than Santana. She was a mom. She was a friend. And quite frankly, she was an icon. And she truly, truly will be so missed. You know, when I heard the news about Naya, uh, my heart (laughs) literally almost stopped. I, I think I went into shock. I started having a panic attack. I didn't know what to do because I just felt so confident that she was going to be on our radar forever making movies, making music. You know, on social media, sharing pictures of her family and her life. She had such, you know, s- such a great life. And to see it cut so short, it's just, it's hard to watch. And it's it's also just weird to grieve someone that you didn't even know. Um, and I know that for some people, you know, watching scenes that she was in or old performances or listening to the songs can really help um But for me, it's not like that. I actually try to avoid those things because seeing and hearing her right now just still makes it so much worse. Um, So what I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there are a lot of different ways to grieve. And if you are someone that can, you know, use those platforms like, you know, her songs and and her scenes to, to help work through this, that's great. And if you're someone like me that can't and is struggling to figure out still how to cope and... And wrap your head around it you know just know you're not alone Um, but all we can do is just you know stay strong together and be here for each other and love each other and we can and will get through this Um, so yeah I mean my heart goes out to Naya and her family and her friends and of course the cast of Glee who has been through so much and all of the fans who are in the same boat right now we love you so much naya and you will never ever be forgotten